Hey everyone, before we get into this week's episode, I'd like to add that when we recorded this on Wednesday night, there were, um, of course, that Spurls is going to play and be fine. Um, it was looking like Robbie, Anderson, Quintinua were going to be playing this week. Um, there are some changes. So Darren Sproles aggravated his hamstring at practice Thursday morning, it sounds like. So he will not be active uh, for week 10. And that obviously impacts um, what we discussed and um, Scott's uh, redacted claim of Clement as a sleeper option. Um, that's going to be back at play now with Sproles gone because the receiving work will be available. And then, excuse me, um, it sounds like Robbie Anderson did not practice um, today, which is Thursday. So it's looking less likely that he'll be playing. But, um, of course, I called him a sleeper option. <laughs> um, so we'll see how that goes. If he plays, I like him. If not, um, I, I think Quincy's going to play still. So keep an eye on the Jets receiver situation because we know the connection that Robbie Anderson and um, Josh McCown have. And as I am recording this, I got the notification that Rex Burkhead IR has returned to practice. So if he's designated to return, um, that could be huge. So, I mean, definitely keep an eye on that. Um, and if if there is word that he may come back, this, um, I mean, obviously impacts James White and Sonny Michelle some. So Jets receivers, pets, running backs, watch all of that. Um, reminder that Darren Sproles is out. And then just now, I uh, actually cut the recording, but I put it back on just to share this. So Sammy Watkins uh, was not at practice Thursday um, with his foot injury. Um, with his history of foot injuries, I'm going to guess he doesn't play. They're playing the Cardinals. Um, there's no reason to rush him back. So um, if he's out, obviously, I think it's Conley and Anthony Thomas, I believe, are the guys behind him. But um, if anything, it's just a, bump, a big bump for Kelsey is what I'm going to go with here so watch sammy's situation as well and without further ado let us get into this week's episode welcome into mozzie and the muscle i am the muscle uh you know no big deal uh, i'm joined by my great friend and co-host mozzie how you doing there i'm doing awesome man how are you i'm good i'm good it's ready to talk about some football brother um brother sorry it just happens i can't help it it's like a tick um <laughs> so we are already on to week 10. Oh, our season's moving fast, dude. It always oh, flies by and it makes me sad when it's done. Sad. I like, well, I like, it's just sad when it's done, yeah. Oh, he's just a real <laughs> boomer when it's done. But um, It goes so quickly. It's like you wait all year for it and then it's it's over. Yeah, so I've been I've been trying to get into NBA a little bit more. So that, like when football's done, I'll have, I'll, like, I won't be super sad. I'll just be like a little sad. You'll be like moderately sad. Yeah, I'll be yeah. sad, but not like devastated. I think that's the way to put it. But anyway, tomorrow night. So yeah, uh, for reference, we're recording uh, late Wednesday night on the seventh of November of 2018. That is the year of our Lord and Savior. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the year 2018 of our Lord and Savior. Um, oh, anyway, um, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers are visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers for a rowdy thursday night showdown um and it's honestly a relief because man some of these games have been shit like monday night's been horrible yeah the thursday nights have almost all been bad like yeah. week six pretty much this the one that was surprisingly okay was like the dolphins texans one but like even that was like eh. but last like, week been... raiders right and niners yeah, god that was oh man no we don't Ugh, have... man 
we'll get to it later. It was rough for me. <laughs> I I stopped watching. I just couldn't. I think I did too. That that touchdown, um, where like you just saw them all just kind of like stop. Like that that's a tanking team. That like that um, the Raheem Mostert one. I just I turned it off after that. <laughs> I was I was done. There was zero effort. But um, yeah, we've got Panthers at Steelers, uh, tomorrow night, and that's gonna be a good one. Um. We've got different opinions on who's going to win. I, I mean, it'll be a good game regardless. That's like the important part is we'll finally get a good game of two playoff-bound teams. For so, sure. That's the exciting part. Be some good football. We'll, we'll actually, people will actually want to watch it for once. But um, on that, I'm pretty sure uh, Torrey Smith is out as well for that game. Still um, keeps it open for DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. And then the Panthers probably won't have center Ryan Khalil. He's a game-time decision. And then the Steelers will not have Marcus Gilbert, their tackle, again as well. So that's that's a thing that happens. But um, These are Curtis fun. Samuel had a week of like, random-ass touchdowns. I had like this weird feeling to start him, so I did. He popped off. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was the only good part Where'd of my Where did you start life. him at? The Dynasty League. Oh, really? That's hilarious. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that, that long, that like thirty-three yard rush touchdown—that was hilarious. Oh yeah, he's a weapon. A good week, man. With Torrey Smith out. Yeah, Torrey Smith is out, so he and DJ Moore will have some some room to work. Um, I, I don't know. I guess Hayden will be on Fungus, but. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did the Curtis Samuel whisper? So. <laughs> right. I just get this weird like, calling from somewhere else mm-hmm. to when he's gonna do well. The Curtis call. Yeah, just look outside and it's just like a middle finger up in the sky. <laughs> I was gonna say Fifty Cent calls you because it's another Curtis, and he tells you that Curtis Samuel is gonna do something good. <laughs> that was the only like remotely famous Curtis I could think of. So, yeah, now that you think of it, <laughs> I'm like, there aren't many famous Curtises. How many famous Curtises are there? And there's Curtis. none. Yeah. So Jamie Lee Curtis, she's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, if, if, I, if my name were Curtis and I were a rapper, I would pick a different name as well. <laughs> what about if your name was Eugene Marquis? <laughs> I would probably go by T.Y., I think. <laughs> no specific reason. And I'll probably tell people to call me J.J., even if my middle name wasn't also a J. Fun, that's a fun fact about J.J. Reddick there. But um, Yeah, we had a fun discussion about NFL players and their not actual... Yeah, well, also the, the Hawaiian names that are shortened, like Kaimi and then Vita Vea. Both have just absurd names. I can't even. Pr- I won't. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Those are they have long Hawaiian names, and they are like good players. So into the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see John Green try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, speaking of John Green, before I forget, and maybe didn't write it down. Um, Bruce Irving is no longer with the Raiders, and he's a Falcon. So that's fun. That's fun for me. You know, my, my team just did a little little swippy swap. Yeah, they're like, we know AJ still wants to root for this guy, so yeah. we'll just put him on his other team. Oh, dude, so, you know, like the Players' Tribune? Um, yeah. So Bruce Irving was talking about it, and I got to find the exact quote because it was very funny because he, he was talking about, like, his past and stuff and, like, how like, he's in the hood. So he, his, his quote here was, I was hanging out in a trap house and selling drugs. I've been homeless. I sat in a jail cell and watched a guy make a burrito out of bread, cheese, and ramen noodles. And I'm like, wait. Wait, repeat the repeat that last part again. <laughs> I watched a guy make a burrito out of bread, Cheetos, and ramen noodles. I'm like, that, 
I'm like, that's like the weirdest prison story I've ever heard because that doesn't sound like the worst item of food ever. Yeah, where did he get ramen in prison? Yeah, well, but like noodles. a burrito of ramen and Cheetos, like, okay, it's really fucking weird, but like, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I guess not. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, like. You know, behind like aneurysms and shark attacks. Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> I, I would like. It's like someone is going to see that and get high and make a burrito with ramen and Oh, yeah, no. There is, I guarantee that sandwich has been made hundreds of times by stoners across like, the I guarantee it's edible, but it's like it's just such like a weird story. Oh, like stoners. That's like that's like the like the day like like for jail, I'm like that's what you that's what you decided to share was that? Like I don't know. Just, oh, man, eat a sandwich made of ramen, man. <laughs> Welcome to the salty spittoon. How are you? I watched a guy make a burrito out of ramen, cheese, and bread. <laughs> there were Cheetos on it. I don't know if they were flaming hot or not. Go right ahead, sir. It was both crunchy and soggy. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Uh, but um, anyway. And you get from us. Everywhere. This is a good start. We are starting hot. All right. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, on to our bangers and mash. That's our studs and duds. Um, we have some good running back weeks. Uh, obviously, there are the studs, like the, the obvious ones, but um, Tevin Coleman, Duke Johnson, and Dion Lewis all had good weeks. And um, the Tevin Coleman was nice because like they've been worried about you know Edo Smith vulturing a lot, and Edo Smith still got work, obviously. <laughs> but I mean, we know Tevin Coleman's super good. Like Edo Smith is usable. He got like 13 points and half PPR, but Tevin got 30. So, because he got two receiving touchdowns, that's like his biggest thing. He's such a good receiving threat, and it's very thankful that we have him. Yeah, in our, in our shared league, but I mean, yeah, he's he doesn't have like a brutal schedule going forward or anything, and like you're gonna play him anyway because he's in a good offense and he's the running back. So he's the running back one, baby. Yeah, and then um, Duke Johnson, he's finally playable with the new coaching staff. It looks like finally. Um, yeah, that's a relief. Him and he and Nick Chubb are both usable. Like they both had really good weeks. They're both top twelve running backs. <laughs> so I love hearing that. Two yeah. Browns running backs. Two there. running backs from the Browns in the top twelve. As opposed to like hoping Isaiah Coel is an ass one week. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Johnson was so good last year. Yeah, dude. He was just awful. What a time. Um <laughs> And then Dion Lewis got a lot of work last week as well. Um, he got all the work. Yeah, it's been it's been a really weird like situation there as far as like the carries. It goes like back and forth all the time. This past one though, he got nineteen. Yeah, and Derrick Henry got like six. The last two games, and it's it's notable that coming out of the bye, I would say that Dion Lewis got a lot of work because mm-hmm. like before and after the bye, he out he out carried uh, Henry, but um. Yeah. Yep. That is correct. Yeah. It was thirteen to twelve on the carries. But like, obviously Henry's. You know, like they want Henry at the goal line. He's gonna vulture Dion Lewis, and that's the unfortunate, unfortunate thing that caps his upside. Dion will still get like all the receiving work pretty much. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had four receptions for sixty yards and a touchdown. So that like added. Yeah, they're both talented running backs. The Dion Lewis is a better fit for the team right now, just because of how how how, yeah, words are hard because of how the line is. But yeah. Yeah, and how they run their offense. Lewis just seems to fit so much better. That's what she said. 
Sorry, it's funny because I, I paused after he said that, and then I listened to what we said last, and then I thought that. <laughs> That's what Jason. said. <laughs> Couldn't miss it, but yeah, the Derrick Henry's good when he's the second level, and there's not holes getting up and up. So, yeah. And then, um, let's see. Yeah, good good week for receiving backs. Um, Adam Humphreys had a good week. Yeah, he did. He and... Uh... Fitzpatrick seemed to be on the same page. Yeah, it was odd because, like, they weren't, and then now they are. <laughs> but, do, you, do you think it's reliable? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was more of, like, a pro- I think it was more of a product of, like, what Carolina was giving them, personally. Because Mike Evans didn't do anything. Yeah, like, it may continue against Washington with, like, the corners there. Like, he may have another good week in a row. Right. Like, like I can see that happening. Yeah, just because of what they give outside and whatnot. But, like, against the Giants, it'll probably be a little different and, and so on. But um, against teams with strong outside corners, like, Humphreys is definitely a good option. But, um, yeah, because the other guys pretty much all rotate outside. And then, like, some, like, some, like, Grodden will come into the slot some, but that's mostly Humphreys territory. Humphreys? Um, see, Josh Gordon, as you uh, predicted, had a good week. Oh, yeah. Flash. Yeah, he, he, dude, he balled the, balled the flip out, as we will say. That little sneaky touchdown he had was nice. Dude, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's freaky good. Uh, I can't believe the Browns got rid of him. I can't believe the Browns. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it, man. It so long. I know. I don't, I maybe it just wasn't working there. I don't know. Maybe the locker room thing, but like, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Because <laughs> now they've got Landry and then like, Callaway and Higgins, but <laughs> Josh Gordon. Yeah, he's good. Obviously, you keep playing him. Um, he seems to be clicking. He's gonna destroy Malcolm Butler, right? Like they, he, he gets they get Tennessee this week. I like I don't know. Most likely, I think it's he has a good shot to do well again this week. Yeah. Okay. So they're scheduled. They've got. Let's see. They've got Tennessee by. Jets, Vikings, Miami, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. But, like, I don't know. I don't think you, you need to worry about matchup as much with Gordon. No. But, I mean, he's... <laughs> Bill Belichick's, like, the most petty coach. He's got to try to wreck Malcolm Butler this week, so... <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to stuff Deion Lewis, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that or, like, this will be the one week where Malcolm Butler's any good. I'm not sure which one we'll get. <laughs> um, let's see, tight ends... Um, OJ Howard was good. He was great. Nice to see. Um, he he's better with Fitz than with um, than with Jameis for sure. So like, are Uber drivers. Oh, oh, oh! But um, I mean Fitz is a good dude, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. I'm sure, he's not assaulting Uber drivers. I believe so. <laughs> but um, yeah, camera like because Fitzpatrick does not look to camera bait like at all really so either was wondering where he did but like yeah it's some uh it's it's oj howard territory right now and he's not gonna get two touchdowns every week obviously but i mean he's definitely a startable asset for sure at tight end every week especially with how weak tight end is yeah (laughs) and um speaking of weak tight ends jeff hireman um had a good week (laughs) but that's that's a blip that's not something i would chase remotely no yeah that's not gonna be a thing he's not actually good because Jake Butt was starting to get like work over him as well, so. Yeah. Oh. 
because Jake Butt is good. But poor rip, rip Jake Butt. Rip. Butt rip. <laughs> butt rip. Aw. Butt rip. I thought there's a crack there, right? <laughs> yeah, but us. Got him. But um, see how how is Houston against the tight end? Just curious. They they've kind of been meh. I, they've had some up and out. I was just curious there. Let's see. It's tight ends and then quarterback studs that are worth like that are not the obvious ones. Um, right. <laughs> Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. <laughs> okay, so this is something funny I want to bring up now. So on FanDuel, um, Nick Mullins and Josh McCown are both at the minimum price for quarterback. So they're going to be legitimate discussions of Mullins versus McCown this week. <laughs> and I just find that wonderful. Nick that is just wonderful. Uh, they're playing the Giants, right? Um, yes. Mm. They are playing the Giants. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, shoot. Is, is Josh McCown owned in this league? I got to pick him up now. Hold on. It's my it's my super deep uh, two-quarterback league. Oh, he's not. Okay. Oh, he's on my team. Oh, fuck. I have an ineligible IR spot. Fuck. Fuck. Um, this is a bummer. I guess I can drop Traquan now that they have Dez, huh? Most likely. <coughs> um, yeah, I'm going to do that. So I can drop a shard penny. So th okay, right now we've got some real time wave reaction that I forgot about. So okay, I can get rid of penny there. That's an easy one. It happens. AJ's thought processes are in motion. Um, can I? Wait? Well, let me. Probably won't let me add him if um. Let's Let's add him. Search. Add. Okay, yeah, ineligible and rotten IR because I have to move. Oh no, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Fuck. Dang it, Yahoo. I like, why can't I just like simultaneously like move someone from my art bench and then? Because like everything makes you go back and it's so dumb. It's so dumb and bad. Stupid. But, um, yeah, I can probably drop Traquan. Yeah, I think that's I would like to get him back, but okay, so drop Traquan. Then I'm going to go get a cown. Damn it, fucking. Dang it, Yahoo. Load. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. It's like it's just not like working now. Why can't I type? Ah, fucking hell, dude. To look it up by projections and bullshit. There we go, account. Yeah, he could start multiple weeks. There we go. Perfect. All right. I fixed the problem. Better. Okay. So I had to take care of that there because <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got him. Because like I literally I picked up Mullins before the, before the game on Thursday. And I traded him for Matt Breida to the guy who got CJ Beathard. Cause like, his, cause okay, so this guy that I traded him to, he he just he's just had a, a rough time at quarterback. So let's see if I can find him here. Um, I think he's this one. Which one is he? That one? Yeah, it's, he's the guy I renamed to the Bugmobile. Um, <laughs> in that league, it's like the the top scoring team could rename the lowest scoring team. So yeah, the Bugmobile. But his other quarterback, so he had Winston, of course, and he had Beathard as well. But um, he also had, he had so none of them. So he had Peterman and no one else to play at quarterback. So I, I got breed out of it for Nick Mullins. So feel bad for this guy. Yeah, dude, I sort of do. I just start Nathan Peterman or nobody. I I don't know. Maybe I start nobody. Well, because no, now that he has Nick Mullins, he can he can not start Nathan Peterman. Right. And Nathan Peterman might not, might not even be playing this week. Derek Anderson's back. Hopefully for him, but. Anyway, um, that That's was. I thought about that, and I'm like, oh shit, gotta do that now. Um, 
So Nick Mullins, I'm not gonna play him again. <laughs> um, on that note, that's why I traded him away. Because like the magic was a blip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, like it's literally no one knew who this guy was. He was like verified on Twitter before the game, and he was after. Like it was just hilarious. Right. But, um, yeah. So I don't think it's gonna continue. The Giants, like he may be okay against the Giants, but like it's not gonna be anything good. I promise. <laughs> it won't be. I think they have the bye the next week, right? Maybe. Pretty sure. Um, yeah, they have a bye and then Tampa. So like, but after that, they got Seattle, Denver, Seattle, Chicago Rams. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's not not something you want That's in your great. life. So. Not as a quarterback, unless it's yeah. Down. But um, he also he's um, I guess moving into a dub briefly. He can't throw the deep ball. So <laughs> Marquise Goodwin is not viable with Nick Mullins. So like for with Marquise Goodwin, you need CJ Beathard in there because they'll actually like chuck it some. Yeah, Beathard loves him. But yeah, like the Mullins, the deep ball is not his forte, and obviously they you know planned around that. That's why um, what Pierre Garcon had a good game, right? Let me look at this from Thursday. I believe I believe Garcon had a good game, if I recall correctly. Um, oh yeah, because Kittle Kittle had a big old run after catch, and that like upped the average a ton. Because Kittle's a fucking monster. That one-handed catch. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Let me see. Your box score. Because he, he got, he got like, he did that and he just fucking went. That 71-yarder, that was all him. How how far did that even go in the air? It went pretty far. Probably, like, 20 or 30. Yeah, but, like, I think that's kind of his limit. <laughs> like, as far as being, like, remotely accurate. But, um. But, like, but he's not going to sustain Marquis Goodwin. Um, I, I I need to go back and watch because Goodwin got four targets. So I need to see what the like what the quality was. But I mean, Goodwin's value is and has and always will be the deep ball. And with a quarterback whose weakness is the deep ball, it's not gonna mesh. So um, Goodwin's still like on the kind of no fly zone for now, as long as Mullins is in there. Unless we see otherwise, but I don't think we will. Um, I don't see otherwise. Not yeah. unless Beathard's playing. Yeah, and then uh, Mariota had a good week. Man, the Titans have been so hard to peg down, dude. What the fuck? I never know. Like, they win the games they shouldn't. They lose the games they shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. But um, he's had two good weeks. So, I mean, he's been hurt up and down, but he's had two games over 17 points. Yeah, that's good year. for him. He was not good for most of the first half of the year. Yeah, I mean, like, like this year, I mean, so like he had that good game, a good game against Philly, and then he had an okay game against the Chargers, and then he had a good game against Dallas. Um, maybe the bye week really helped him get like healthy. That's what I'm thinking, possibly. Hopefully. But, yeah. Um, New England, Indy, Houston, Jets. I mean, he's not got like a bad schedule coming up. I mean, he's no. usable. I mean, he's, he might be streamable. I don't like it this week, but probably. No, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to try to hope it keeps going against the Pats. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is in Tennessee, right? It is. So that helps, but still, yeah, not like ideal by any means for sure. <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll see. But um, did so, he have a lot of rushing stats last week? Yeah, he I did. think he ran a touchdown in. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's that's why. that's the thing with Mariota is like when he has a good week, it's usually because he like run fast. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, his two best weeks, he had a like. He added seven and ten points rushing, pretty much. So, 
and I'll do it. I mean, that's what you get with him. That's like the, the that's like the appeal, though, is he can do that. And I, th- I could be totally wrong. I thought New England was bad against the running quarterbacks. Let me look. Um, we were, yeah, they're not great against. Yeah, they've allowed. Think they've allowed the second most yard. Like they've allowed like the five like five, like they're the five worst like, as far as rushing yards against quarterbacks goes. They've allowed thirty for one eighty nine and one against quarterbacks for what it's worth. And then they played. They did play Deshaun Watson, but they held him in check. They played Blake. Um, Mahomes. Rushing quarterback. Um, they played Trubisky. I mean, but either way, they're that kind of stuff normalizes usually. But they they kind of allow a fair amount as, as far as like rushing quarterbacks goes, because I mean they're, they're a slow defense. Like that's the thing with the Patriots is they are a slow defense. Like that's why Tyreek Hill just fucking torched the shit out of them because like, <laughs> they're a slow defense. So, um, yeah, that's something to keep up Mariota. So he, I mean, I don't want to play him yet though. Is the gist of it? But wait and see, right? Yeah, let me see a couple more weeks out of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then um, duds. We'll kind of go quickly through some of these because a lot of it's similar. Um, the Raiders. Yes, yeah, it's they're they're stay away at this point. Um, aside from Jalen Richard and PPR and like occasionally Jared Cook, and but I'd still want to avoid those if I can. But it doesn't look good over there, man. <sighs> yeah, size, all right. Yeah, so size. <laughs> But um, <laughs> they'll have the number one pick and then two other first round picks. Yeah, so they're gonna be good. they're gonna get a lot of good rookies, I guess. I'm curious what's gonna happen with Derek Carr. Me too. I feel like he could get traded. It's like, well, great. Yeah, they may like draft Tua <laughs> and just call it a day. So. God. At the same time, like is. he's he's how many years is Derek Carr in the league? Same as is... like Bortles, right? Gosh, it's, I think it's like his fifth. Oh, let me see, Derek. I don't know. I started typing in sugar for some fucking reason. I don't know why. Why would I type in sugar? What the I don't fuck? know. Um, yeah, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, this is his fifth year. Okay. But, like, I don't know. The last couple have been kind of rough. So, eh, let's see. They have to, Tom, having Tom Cable on the staff is a bad omen. Oh, my God. Why the hell does he have a job? <laughs> I don't know, dude. That was what was the most disappointing thing. The you know? Raiders' offensive line basically were turn styles. Yeah, they they, they were very good at, at for a bit, huh? That was neat when they were they had a good line. You remember that? When that <laughs> I remember, remember that. Remember that when that Raiders' line was good? That was neat, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> that was neat. <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> These are no longer the days, unfortunately. <laughs> They let Derek Carr get sacked eight times by the Niners, who don't have a particularly like remarkable pass yeah, rush. He, by got, any he means. got sacked between four and nine times. So. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, dude, it's it's a bummer. Like, the, I mean, he's still like he's still he's twenty seven. That's like obviously still young for a quarterback. This fifth year, he's like he's shown that he's he's capable and good at stuff, you know. <laughs> so, I think he's. They either need to completely change things or he needs to change his pace. Yeah. And I don't know. If they can get the right price for him, it might be enough. <laughs> get some more firsts. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if they got a first for Derek Carr, that would. They could probably get more. They could probably. I don't know. I mean, he's on a long term deal now, right? 
so we'd have to wait till yeah the so, i mean this I'm, I'm sure they could get a first out of him though if they really wanted to yeah i mean right? if they can get amari cooper for a first their car is worth a couple yes exactly because <laughs> he goes with the contract but i mean some team will, <clears throat> some team will pay that oh yeah so it's interesting for sure <laughs> the honestly like the jags or the giants the giants Ooh. i would be intrigued by that he already knows how to play behind a terrible o-line that would be perfect <laughs> for him and the giants have a good pick <laughs> <laughs> um and dude i know they won't trade him to the broncos but they would they could use him <laughs> god that would be scary they, they they had their guy they had their guy that's all i'm gonna say they had their guy <laughs> We know how I feel about that. But um, anyway, other duds. So Raiders and me. Uh, Kenny and Drake, they just never know when Adam Gase is going to use him because he's a, I don't know, he's a butt. So. <laughs> Hard to predict. Yeah, and he like, I mean, Gore's getting a lot of run. Like Gore is at, Gore is like, so, okay. Kenny and Drake has had three weeks that have been pretty good. Actually, I'll say four weeks. He's had four weeks over 15 points and the other ones have been like crappy. Mm-hmm. So it's literally like, it's just a toss up on if he's going to ball out or not. Because Frank Gore is getting double-digit carries every game. He got 20 carries against the Jets. That's crazy. Yeah, which was good in our half-point-per-carry league. But, but um, yeah, it's, I mean, the the Infinity Man himself is blocking Kenny and Drake a lot, and so is Adam Gase. So Drake's not really safe right now. Um, Lamar Miller had it down week. Hey, let me see exactly how Lamar Miller did, because we thought he'd be okay this week against the, um, the Broncos because they're, you know, Bad, out, bad at running backs. Yeah, they're usually pretty terrible at defending that, but it didn't work too well for him. He got uh, Five, 12, 12 for 21. Holy moly. That's miserable. Wow. Did, what did, did Alfred did Alfred Blue actually do stuff or something? Like I'm just curious at this point. What did Alfred Blue do? He got 15 for this. So they ran the ball a shitload. It just didn't work. <laughs> they just they tried very hard. Maybe they fixed their run D. It's been a couple weeks now. Their run D's been solid. Well, who have they played, though? Also true. So let me look at this. Um, the Broncos, they played... So the last three weeks, they played Arizona. <laughs> eh. they, they, they held Kareem Hunt and check some, but they also just got torched. And then they played Houston. But before that, because they played Kansas City again, and then the Jets, and then the Rams. I don't think they've just, like, I don't think they've, like fixed anything. It's kind of just been variance i'd say more than anything because they because they rammed the the fucking the, the cardinals so but anyway with larmar Mar- yeah, lamar miller i said larmar i like that better larmar <laughs> larmar <laughs> he's a space alien <laughs> but it's like a, it's like a hillbilly space alien larmar larmar get over here larmar it's like the squid billies <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Miller's a Squid Billy is the point is. Um so so Squid Billy, um he's got a rough schedule after the bye. He's got Washington and Tennessee, so that's kinda rough. And then Dante Ford might come back. The run. So if you can get something out of Lamar Miller before your trade deadline, I would do it. What about you? You should have done it after <laughs> the Miami game. Yeah. That's what you should have done. Right, we talked but, about that. If somebody can still buy on him, go for it. Maybe, maybe the carries. I don't know who knows, but um, the name value possibly. Yeah, some people like have an affinity for certain players. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. So you already talked about Marquise Goodwin. 
I thought I wrote Godwin, and like, the other Bucks receivers were bad, but that was literally just, you know, the way the game went to him because it was all OJ and Humphreys. Um, mm-hmm. Randall Cobb had a rough week. Um, he's He just doesn't look – I think he's sort of done. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with him. Is Did he have, like, bad injuries? He, 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 he had been dealing with a hamstring throughout the year, I think, and, like, he's kind of better from it, but not, like, a whole all the way better, you know? Sad. Well, like, you want a hamstring to be – like, you, you want your hamstring to be, like, Gucci, like – as a wide receiver, yeah, yeah, definitely want your legs. To or be able to you know, move. even even as just a player of the game of national football in this league that we watch, <laughs> or just a general enjoyer of general pedestrian walks down yeah, the street. Yeah, as, as, as a human, you want <laughs> you want good hamstrings. So, so when those hammies are hurting, that's it's hard. You can't be explosive. So, oh well, we'll get traded to the Raiders. Then <laughs> we'll have Jordy and Cobb. Perfect. I wonder who, who they're going to get to throw to him. <laughs> AJ, yeah, Mc, AJ McCarron will throw to him. <laughs> Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> Dude, I wonder, like, I wonder if, like, I wonder if, like, at a certain point, like, if they, like, I wonder if they'll trade Carr and just play McCarron. Like, it's a super tank. Oh, no, the trade deadline's passed. My bad. That, yeah. That was dumb. Well, they're already super tanky, so maybe not. <laughs> but, um. He's doing a fine job of it himself. Yeah. <laughs> The Raiders, man, man, it's rough. Um, tight ends, Jared Cook as part of the Raiders. Uh, some, he, he will have some good weeks. He's like the only one you can kind of sometimes count on, but it's Jared Cook. If the matchup's Raiders. right. Yeah, and then Kyle Rudolph. This one was sort of surprising with Diggs out. Like you'd, you'd think that Kyle Rudolph would do more with Diggs out. He didn't. I'm trying to find his fucking name on here. All right. Yeah, he got 3.8. He did like nothing. Damn. I mean, the Vikings just kind of ran the ball all day. They didn't have to do much in the air, but that was a down spot for Rudolph, who's kind of just been unreliable the whole year, all while most tight ends. He's still the tight end 11 because he's like gets you like four points a week and he'll occasionally get a touchdown. So that's right. hilarious. That's what tight end takes. You have to average how many points a week? He averages 7.1 points a week and he's tight end 11. That sounds about right. <laughs> Jeez. That's hilarious. Anyway, um,. And then Stafford had a down week. Um, the the Vikings just destroyed them. That was bad. And it's something I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit longer because I know I know Stafford's your guy. Mm-hmm. You love him, and I like him too. Love. But him. it's kind of been a, a not so hot year for him. It really hasn't. Yeah. So in our league, that's let's see, this is a five and a half. Sorry, a five point touchdown league. He is averaging seventeen point seven points per game. Um, it's less than Andy Dalton. Uh, <coughs> oh God! How can you do this to me? Two on the right of ULG. Kill me with that. It's one. like I think he's like sixteen on average, something like that. Yeah, but it's not going hot for him. Sixteen point seven a week. Yeah. Uh, does Joe Flacco have more points than him? Oh, he has that. He's at a buy. Okay, never mind. We're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. Flacco has more total points, but Stafford had his buy already. So, yeah, he's got a lower average. Oof, oof, we're good, we're good. Jeff Flacco's not beating him, but it's only like a point apart. He's he's Ugh. been .1 better than Blake Bortles, .6 better than Dak, and 1.1 better than Flacco. See, I don't like these things. Yeah. Um, I know, it's been rough for him. Now they got rid of Golden Tate. I don't know. Yeah, there's actually like a big gap between Dalton and Stafford. There's like a two-point gap on average, mm-hmm. which is hilarious to talk about, but... 
Saying there's a big gap between Dalton and Stafford. <laughs> and then like in favor of Dalton. <laughs> Something I never thought I'd say in my life. <laughs> How's he to Alex Smith? Um, I, th- I think better. <laughs> he's a little easier. He's better. I, than I would, dude. I was super wrong on that Alex Smith call early in the year. That mm-hmm. was like my that was my worst call for sure. But um, I <laughs> so on Andy Dalton, I think it'll kind of go the wrong way for him soon. But um, yeah. I, I mean, it's tough with Stafford just because like, obviously they got rid of a, a weapon, and Ch- at Chicago won't be much better. I think they, he'll be better this week though. Yeah. They've got a, he's, got a, he's got a tough sure. schedule the rest of the year, dude. Mm-hmm. At Chicago, then Carolina, Chicago, Rams, Arizona, Buffalo, Minnesota. Jeez. It's not like easy. Uh, like I, it's not like my, he's not my preference at this point. But huh. yeah, I think he's a stream option now in most leagues. Yeah, he he's is. the twentieth QB. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, we also had Trubisky and Cousins have down days, but um, those are products of just not needing to do much. So obviously, as we know, the uh, the Bears got some defensive touchdowns, multiple defensive touchdowns. Multiple. Thanks to Nathan Super Hates Peterman. Um, <laughs> some of those throws were not his fault, but God, they looked cartoonish. <laughs> he threw, I was going to say once again, he threw 49 times, 31 completions, for 188 yards. Surprised he was 31 for 49. Well, it's because, like, the average <laughs> his average was 3.8. <laughs> oh, fuck. You, like, remember that? Like, I bet, like, the, the average at the target was probably actually nothing. I read a stat that throwing to Calvin Benjamin is actually worse than throwing it into the ground for Nathan Peterman's QBR. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt the need to share that. <laughs> threw it to Kelvin nine times. <laughs> Logan Thomas caught seven passes, and that led the Bills. Wow. That, that quarter, who was a better quarterback, Logan Thomas or Nathan Peterman? <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't put Pryor out there. Yeah, where's Terrell Pryor? Dude, like, we went through this. He's a better NFL quarterback than Nathan <laughs> Peterman by like, a large margin. <laughs> and Nathan Peterman got some running in, too. And you know Terrell Pryor can do that better, so, like, so yeah, I'm, cracks, I'm legitimately waiting for them to play Terrell Pryor if Eric Anderson can't go this week. <laughs> That'd be so fucking funny. But um, yeah, Trubisky and Cousins they didn't they didn't need to do anything. It's like just the game the way it went, just running a defense. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but um, anyway, I'm gonna just kind of blaze through these injuries real quick. Um, blaze. So Chris Carson's hurt again. He's questionable for this week, I believe. Um, I'll, let me find this right here. Um, it's a hit. It's a different hip thing. Um, I I would probably guess he doesn't play, but I'd of course watch it. Um, Chris Ivory got rushed to the hospital with a shoulder injury, so he's probably um out for the year. I'm gonna imagine. Um, wow. Paul Richardson is that. yeah. He he got carted off. Um, he I'm trying to remember like what what exactly happened. I'm gonna okay, not rush here. Let me pull up. It exactly happened, but fracture his scapula or something. Um, let Jesus. Me see. Chris Ivory. Um. So was taken to the hospital after suffering a left shoulder injury uh, during a goal line carry. Um, yeah, it's odd because like, usually shoulder injury is not like immediate attention. So yeah, not like rush to the hospital. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, it might not have been a shoulder too. Like they just said shoulder. It could have been something like with a sternum too, possibly. Ooh. That would be more like because like only thing I think like a shoulder that would like. Be like super severe is to collect your clavicle 
But yeah, it could be a collarbone. That, but like, shoulder. I mean, I just said shoulder. It could have been something different, but close. So, but because I mean, what, like I said, sternum and long would be like the other things that would make sense. That would be much more like urgent. But anyway, yeah. So he's done. Obviously, you know, obviously going to be hoping he recovers well. Um, Paul Richardson's out for the year. Um, that's unfortunate as well. Mm-hmm. Um, don't I don't remember what his was. Um, he is a high grade AC sprain, so shoulder. Oh, um, those suck. And then Sammy Watkins has a foot thing going on. I think he'll play, but obviously Sammy Watkins foot, like we know that. Um, oh wait, wait, sorry, never mind. Um, what I just read here, it's more likely he's like inactive than not. Um, he still might play, but watch it. Um, okay. So, because I started one thing that was like a like a Monday thing that said like he's looking probable, and then now as of Wednesday, it's looking much less probable. But um, it's obviously it's obviously fluctuating. So watch that. But like I said, Sammy Watkins' foot not good. Um, Darnold apparently sprained his foot. Another hurt Sammy foot. Um, <laughs> my Sammy foot. <laughs> anyway, um, he's in a walking boot. And we're gonna get some McCown this week. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you more about that. What that means later. Uh, Geronimo Allison's out for the year. He's on IR, so like a core muscle issue, probably like a hernia thing. Ugh. I had to guess. Um, and Raheem Mostert, um, he they said it was a wrist injury, but as you said, he basically got a second wrist. <laughs> uh, his forearm like broke in half. Ugh. It was bad. It was Compound gross. fracture just yeah formed another angle in his forearm. Yeah, it's that that's like a, your arm shouldn't do that. <laughs> um. That's not right. <laughs> my arm, I got, I got three of them. <laughs> my leg. Why I got two elbows? <laughs> <laughs> my elbow's not an L. It's a U. <laughs> oh no! I got two elbows, man. What in Sam Hill? <laughs> um. Anyway, um, keeping up with some past injuries, I'm just gonna really go through this um as quickly as I can here. Um. Kiki Cootie's got a hamstring issue. Um, I think he's questionable for this week as far as I'm aware. Um, he's like the one guy I don't fucking see right away on this, of course. Um, so, yeah, watch Kiki Cootie. Oh, wait, no, he's on a bye, so coming out of the bye, watch him. Royce Freeman is hurt still. Um, where are they at? Did, did, did they play this week? Denver? No, they're, they're on a bye. bye. They're also on a bye. Okay, so Royce Freeman probably out after the bye. Um Gronk and Sony all knocked these out together. They both practiced um, today on Wednesday, which is obviously good. Um, so that's a good sign for both of their availabilities. I, like well, Sony was like very slim chance for last week, but I think he'll play this week. And then Gronk, obviously, um, he's had kind of issues on and off. I mean, for the last several years, but yeah. yeah. Um, Fournette, yeah, Fournette looks like he's gonna play. So oh shit, he's back. Sign, but I would not play him yet. <laughs> just to be super safe. <laughs> um, it just depends, you know, how risk averse you may or may not be. Yeah, reaggravation on the first game back is common, especially yeah. hamstring. He already aggravated it once, so we'll see. But Fournette is on track to play. Um, some quarterbacks, Tannehill still out. Um, not time, no time bevel on him. Josh Allen still out. Unstrong Derek Anderson. Um, there's a concussion for him, so just kind of waiting to see him. Um, hopefully, they get him back. Um, Giovanni Bernard, they're on a, they are coming back from their bye this week, right? Yeah, um, I think he'll be back, but not 100% sure at this point. It's a Joe Mixon show anyway. Uh, Darren Sproles is expected to be back, I believe, for uh, week 10. So, um, 
that obviously just makes it way more crowded in the backfield. Um, I don't know if that changes one of your thoughts that you had on here. It but, does a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, Torrey Smith is out. Um, let's see, Chris Thompson and Jamison Crowder, I think, are both likely inactive again. Um, more of the same there. Double check on Jamison. Where is he at? Well, Chris Thompson definitely. Does Jam- did Jamison Crowder play? I could be totally off base on that. Let me double check. I thought he was injured too. He is. I don't think he played last week, and I think he's still out. But they're just getting injured, yeah. man. Um, Redskins. I don't, I don't see him on here on this list. Oh no, here he is. That's a two level. Yeah, okay. They're both likely inactive this week as well. Um, so with Paul Richardson out, like it's a, it's Maurice Harris, Josh Jackson, and the tight ends. So um, it's interesting. They get the they get the what the Bucks right. Yeah. yeah. So actually, I may I may make some amends to some of my calls later. Um, yeah. Theo, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, Theo Riddick. Um, I believe he is back. Did he play last week? I think he did. I don't know. I had to work. I missed almost every game. That's how like, uh, like how man he is. Yeah, Theo Riddick, of course, got seven passes for thirty six yards. So he's back. Um, Foreman, there's not a timetable when he's gonna get activated. It sounds like he will, but I'm I'm not sure when. But um, I would just keep him stashed in your IR spot because he's definitely better than the other two running backs. Um, AJ Green is looking a little more grim than first anticipated. It's probably going to require um, not surgery, but a couple weeks of rest. So um, bad timing for the Bengals. Yeah. So probably won't need surgery, but it may. But um, yeah. But with him going out, the one upside or silver lining is that John Ross is expected to play finally so um after his groin issues and then um stefan diggs missed um they look like he's gonna play for a bit but he ended up out with the ribs but i expect him back this week um ronald jones is still out um hamstring of course again he's probably out again as well um it was it was like a few week designation at first and then um but against the against washington i don't know if i want to play Either running back anyway, and then um, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa are still out. Um, the Khalil Mack absence has been a bit um, extended. It's been kind of odd, but um, what's I his injury? Ankle. I think Mack will probably more than likely be back this week. I'm not sure. I think he might be, but Joey Bosa's foot like that's still like that's still like super up in the air. I have no clue on that one. That one's been like weird. Everything with him and the Chargers has been weird from the start, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah he but, was supposed to be back a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like, they're like, oh, they'll come to school against the start, and then like, oh, he'll be out for a couple months, and now it's like, oh, wait. And, and, and. Between the contract and all this, it's just, like, really weird. So, I don't know. Mm, something's mm-hmm. a miss. <laughs> something's afoot with Bosa. Ah. Uh, because his foot's always hurt. <laughs> uh, and then, um, so that was zipping through those injuries. Um, and then, as far as ones that are meaningful, obviously Raheem Mostert being out and Drama Allison being out opens up things for Brita and Marcus Valdez Scantling, who um, I'll definitely have value going forward as catching from Aaron Rodgers um, was want to do. Um, I mentioned the. Guys, there we go. Um, Chris Carson's out. Obviously, Mike Davis is a guy that you would consider playing. Um, probably not Rashad Penny still, unfortunately. My thoughts. Then 
no Darno means no. drop a gown. So yep. that's fun. <laughs> is um, it <laughs> for Robbie? It is. <laughs> and that um, does Brian's a saint now? Well, let's not get carried away. Ha. Nah. <laughs> what is it when he was like, James was has been a saint. It's like, I thought he was a buck. <laughs> I thought he was a buck. But I um, don't remember who that was. That was Booger. <laughs> Booger fucking McFarland. It's a grown-ass man, and we're calling him Booger. <laughs> it was old Boogmobile. Oh, apparently, like, fans were complaining that was blocking their view until, like, they finally, like, did something about it. Yeah, I saw that. Could you imagine going to a game and all you get to see is if the back of Booger's head? If I went to a game and Booger fucking McFarland's bald-ass <laughs> stupid head was in my face, I would be livid. I think I'd just throw stuff at it all game. Well, because it was, it was the... Like uh, paper. Well, it was the Bills. I think they fixed it, like, right before the Bills game. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> because yeah. they, they probably didn't want the Bills fans to just go berserk on the Boogmobile. Right. <laughs> I just get, like, a bunch of straws and, like, throw little straw bits at his head just to like mildly infuriate him throughout the night but not do anything too bad to like get kicked out it's like pester him <laughs> hey booger hey booger you look hey, like booger. mike wazowski and hugh jackson <laughs> and i was really glad to get these tickets from my cousin just so i could see the back of your head Fucking dick. <laughs> but yeah, they either fixed it right before or after the Bills game, which makes sense. Yeah, you know what the Bills fans going Bills fans on. Bills fans throwing tables at them. <laughs> Where do but, they um, get these? Why are there so many tables? <laughs> Every Bills fan just has like a token table somewhere hidden in their house. Walmart's <laughs> there with a stand. Like they have to make it not a table though. They have like a tent and then like a bunch of tables in the back. It's like, well, I have a setup. Like, you can't have tables here. Like, I wonder if, like, 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 so, like, when you go to, like, an NFL game, there's, like, usually stuff outside the stadium going on. Like, I bet at the Bills games, there are no tables, like, right outside the stadium for that reason. <laughs> Someone will break it. You can't do it. No tables are safe. BYOT. <laughs> In Buffalo, you bring your own table. But um, yeah, Des Bryant is on the New Orleans Saints now. <laughs> yeah, thing. Des Bryant's on the Saints. You think he'll have uh, value? I don't know. I, I mean, okay, like I said earlier, it definitely kills Traquan's value. That's like the biggest thing. Um, of course. I must see here. Do you think it hurts Michael Thomas at all? No. I don't either. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it obviously doesn't. Do it helps Drew Brees if anything. Um, let's see. They, they do play the Cowboys at the end of the month dun, dun, dun. in Dallas. Oh my God, so Des is gonna. I dude, really want to lay score down a on the yep, star yep. after scoring a touchdown. Well, because um the, the the Titans did that, and obviously people got upset on the Cowboys. But what if yeah. Des does it? Oh, I'd man. actually like him. I want him to go grab popcorn and then run to the star and then dump the popcorn on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Just go full circle there um so okay des bryant fancy value i don't think there's much at least not right now what are your thoughts it'll take a little time but the saints are going into the playoffs and i think by the end of the year bryant will be like 
he'll be a nice number two option. Yeah. Um, like the Crabtree to Amari Cooper, what it should have been. <laughs> I'm trying to make like a comparison I can figure out for it. Like he'll, he will have value some weeks. I don't think it'll be this week probably, but I could be wrong. But I mean, having Breeze throwing to you, that's the thing. Exactly. You're going from Dak to Breeze. So, and if they need a red zone target. Yeah, if they need more red zone targets. <laughs> well, they don't really have a tight end. I mean, Ben Watson is a tight end, but he's not, like, yeah. amazing. <laughs> but, I mean, oh, this murders Ben Watson's value. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <it> does. <laughs> that's, honest, that's the biggest hit. It hurts Trayvon some. But... I'm perceiving Des Bryant to be like Jimmy Graham. Like, not... <laughs> He'll be the Jimmy Graham. Yeah, like That's he's funny. not going to be crazy good, but he'll be a red zone target. I like Four it. or five like, catches like a game. There you go. Something like that. Yeah. Something like Interesting. that. But um, yeah, it'll be entry saga, but like I said, definitely just kills Ben Watson's value. Um, definitely her strike one. Like I said, I dropped him, but I. At this, so this year, I'll, I'll, this is kind of a tangent. I, I spent a good amount of waiver money on Traquan Smith in that league. But uh, this year I've been somewhat to a fault. Um, first example, Patrick Mahomes in uh, our, our fraternity league. Um, try not to get too attached to the guys that pick up off waivers. So, you know, like, because, like, then you'll then you end up missing out on other good picks. So, that's the biggest thing I've done this year differently is, you know, not staying attached to guys I just picked up. Interesting. So, I, think it's, I think it's worth something just because, like, I don't know if you pick up a receiver after week one and then it's week three and they still have like after like week two or three they do nothing like if you still hold them like I mean why are you holding them I guess but oh I gotcha yeah and so like obviously track one's been useful but like it's it's a league where Nick Mullins and Nathan Peterman are rostered so obviously I want to go get Josh McCown right yeah I'll, no like I picked oh, up uh dude I should I should have I should have waited and got McCown and traded to McCown and Mullins Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been. I wonder if someone's starting Dartle in this league. Anyway, um, but yeah, the 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 Des thing will be interesting for sure. I mean, that's that's the minimum. Yeah, no, I th- I think it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It's a good team for him to sign with. That's for sure. Yeah, they want to win it all, baby. Oh, most definitely. Um, we do. What if Des wins the Super Bowl at the Saints? <laughs> Oh man, <sighs> that would be hilarious. Um, that would be pretty funny. But anyway, um, that's that. On to so I've, I've like high upside stashes here. Trick on is one of them. I'm just like oh, um, rip. Um, let's go to defenses and kickers now. Um, so last week was actually pretty solid. Um, we recommended Parky. Uh, I think he was one of our favorites. Um, mm-hmm. He was like the best one best kicker of the week um sebastian janikowski and graham Grinnell were okay um brett mayer was bad he missed two extra points right. um so instead of getting like getting you five he got you one wham, wham. then mcmanus just got a couple sorry mcmanus um and <laughs> yeah, then come on man <laughs> yeah but um nailed it with parky you know and Sebastian were okay but um our defensive calls were all pretty solid buffalo and houston were the worst ones at like five points mm-hmm. each and then Carolina and Dallas got you some. Miami was obviously bonkers. They were the they were the best one after Chicago, and the Jets were solid themselves too. As were the the Titans and the and the Cowboys are pretty okay. So 
none of our defensive calls killed you, which was just <laughs> really all you want. The defense. Yeah, they were all pretty solid. But um, yeah, Miami, the Jets, and Tennessee were very good calls, especially Miami. So, yeah, Ooh, that was neat. Um, rookie quarterbacks, man. <laughs> Having a rough year. Especially when they're apparently hurt. So. <laughs> and so I guess this week, um, we put some defenses down. So who's facing rookie quarterbacks? Let's look. So the Falcons are facing a rookie quarterback. The Chiefs are facing a rookie quarterback. Um, well, I, don't, I guess Bills and Jets is whatever. We have that differently. Um, so and the Giants are too. But um, so let's go. Let's go. So before we talk about ours, I don't think I would play the Falcons defense <laughs> in any sense. No, I wouldn't either. They are improved. But I don't want to play them on the road. Um, so they are improved from like midseason. I should say. Um, the, I would consider the Chiefs defense. I would too. Um, they've been getting better. Yeah, and, and it may just be like like it was against Bortles where they just get turnover points. And they're getting sacks, and uh, we know how good Josh Rosen's offensive line is. Yeah, and he'll he'll sling it and throw some picks. So. Um, I'll add KC to our list, and then um, let's see. Um, Giants defense. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's gross. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't think I would, because they're just bad. They're just a bad team, and I, it's like playing a defense of a bad team is just tough. So I'm not gonna have the Giants defense, but so Kansas City. Against um, the Cardinals is an okay choice of those. So that's on the list. Um, a couple others we like. Um, I like New Orleans. Um, Andy Dalton doesn't have AJ Creed now, and he also doesn't have Tyler Eifert, of course. So without those two, I, I'd have to look it up. I don't. I don't, I don't think his splits are very are very friendly without those two. So. Yeah, he's just got a lack of receiving options right now. He's going to have Joe Mixon and possibly Giovanni Bernard. Yeah, it's going to be a, a very short passing game. And then Tyler Boyd. Yep. Who's good, but he's Which, not number one. Yeah, so actually I want to I ask, I guess I'll ask this now. So with AJ Green out, up or down for Tyler Boyd or same? I, th- I mean, he's got to have a decent floor because you know he's going to get like 12 targets. Yeah, it's so. This is where this is tough for me here because like, he will get a lot of targets, but he's gonna draw the best coverage for the most part, right? I mean, right. I'll look up where lines up real quick, but like, obviously John Ross will draw some outside coverage, but like, obviously by far definitely Tyler Boyd's the next guy after AJ Green, for sure. So without AJ Green there to like give him single coverage, it's gonna make things kind of tougher. Um. Most if John lot. Ross plays though and is uh, plays a lot, that'll really help. Yeah. So, um, it, Tyler Boyd runs like seven. He runs about three fourths of his routes out of the slot, which does help them obviously. But Kansas City, are they, are they literally running like three fucking slot corners? I'm pretty sure. Like all yeah. their all their corners are slot corners. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and the Kendall Kendall Fuller is their slot guy, and he's actually like kind of good. So. This week, I don't know how I feel about Tyler Boyd this week. So, yeah, Kendall Fuller is, like, okay at least. Um, this week, I think definitely Tyler Boyd's is they're on a they're on a bye this week. Or they're coming off the bye. Sorry, off the bye. Yeah, they're playing the Saints. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, yeah, dude. But they're playing – oh, the Saints. I don't know why I said Kansas City. That's the – Right. So I'm mixing it all up. My bad. This is this is a bad time. So, okay. The Saints, they have Ken Crawley, who is – he is – yeah, there are a lot of words I could use. 
<laughs> no, Kent Carly's not it. Oh, oh, dude, it's PJ Williams. That's right. They're all just really bad. PJ Williams is actually awful. So he's been targeted 30 times, allowed 22 receptions, got one pick, allowed five touchdowns. Wow. 132.9 rating allowed. So, um, mm. switching on Tyler Boyd a little. Yeah, I was kind of off of it because I'm like, oh, better coverage. But, like, if he's always out of the slot and it's P.J. Williams, I think he'll still be fine. And I'll just That's what I'm saying. Rights, I think so. he'll be fine. <laughs> As I've, like, talked about this, I've gone from, like, one end to another on it. Um, That's cool. John Ross will be back, but I don't think he'll have any value himself, really. I don't yeah. know. I, I Like, that, it can go either way. I, yeah, I legit don't know. <laughs> my, my gut would be to say no, but... Dude, like I said, who who actually fucking knows? Who so. the fuck knows? Not even he knows. <laughs> yeah, Sean Ross like, oh, I'm just here to run fast. <laughs> I'm just here, man. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, here's here's some defenses you like. Are there any Are there any games where you'd like either side of it? Buffalo should probably be a good defensive start this week against. The Jets <laughs> and vice versa, probably. Um, yeah, I think vice versa. I mean, I'm only gonna say it every week, but okay. Jamal Adams is so dope. Yeah, and I, he's such a good defensive player, and I wish the Jets were better. But. Yeah. Um. If if Buffalo has Derek Anderson, I'll say fine. If they have Peterman, I'll say no, because Peterman gives so many short fields. <laughs> he just gives so many short fields that makes it hard on the defense to keep points. What about if Josh Allen plays? I don't. He. I don't think he will. If he. If Josh Allen plays, they're fine. But like, cause they, they can keep the ball moving at least. So, and I don't think prefer the Jets here at home. Cause I. Cause I don't. I don't think McCown's a big downgrade or anything. For Darnold, at least at this point, right? No, I'm like I'm looking now to see. Cause I thought I was reading that Josh Allen might play, but it's looking like he had a he had a limited practice. I'm pretty sure he's gonna be out. Yeah, I would be surprised if he played. But there's no Darnell, so. But yeah, I, I think, oh, it's, dude, the over under on that game is thirty six and a half. What the fuck? I dare you to watch, I dare you to watch the whole game. <laughs> I won't be able to. I have to work Sunday. Darn. How, how much? <laughs> how much would you pay someone to sit and watch that whole game start to finish? If I didn't have to work, I'd watch the whole game. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie to me, Scott. Listen. Well, I'd watch it with Red Zone. <laughs> next to me and i would sort of divert my attention back and forth how, how much would you have to be paid okay i guess not you but i'm trying to wonder how much most people would have to be paid to sit and watch that whole game and just that whole game from start to finish i would pay ed to do it it'd be the funniest thing <laughs> pay him like, like dude five this or... fucking sucks bro pay him like five or ten bucks and see what happens if you pay him five bucks i'll do it oh my god it's just gonna be so infuriating to watch, like incompetence. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a bad product. Oh man, dude, the Patriots get such an easy division. I know. <laughs> like if they were if they were in a better division, like if they were if they were in um like the NFC South, big switch them with the Bucks. Oh. Yeah, send the Bucks to the AFC East, please. <laughs> the Bucks in the AFC East would be like six and three. <laughs> <laughs> Fitzpatrick, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, he'd be wreaking havoc on all the sorter teams. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah, we can have it. But so yeah, well he did. He played for the Jets and the Bills. Mm-hmm. But not the Dolphins. So two of his former teams. Yeah. 
But um, anyway, back on track. Defenses. Um, also, like Green Bay, they get Brock Osweiler. Um, At home. Chargers go to Oakland. Yeah. Um, if if San Francisco can sack you eight times. Oh, it's God. Game anywhere. Um, That's going to be bad, man. Philly draws Dallas, which is, um, you know, that could be nice on that night game. And then um, I think Scotland I could hands. I could get behind the Rams. Yeah, I could get behind the Rams with Seattle coming to town too, possibly. It was just a lot of sacks. A lot, a lot of sacks. Lots of sacks. Now that they have Dante Fowler, oh, God, too. Dude. Oh, man. It's going to be – dude, the Seahawks are going to have a rough time. Their line has been much improved this year, but they're going to struggle a little bit. Just, just, a, just a smidgen. <laughs> no, like they – yeah, their rating's gone way up from last year. It's been a total – it's not they're not like amazing but it's a marked difference let me see uh, tom cable isn't there that's part of it exactly <laughs> <laughs> he's so bad gosh i he's been he was a head coach for the raiders briefly too Oof. it's like you hear all these people shit on this guy when he's with the seahawks and then he leaves the seahawks and goes to the raiders suddenly the seahawks line is fine and the raiders is absolute trash and you're like well hold on <laughs> he's like never been part of a good old line ever in his life why does he keep getting offensive line position jobs you know <laughs> fuck if I know my dude <laughs> fuck if I know that's the, that's the that's one of the bigger questions we have today in humanity at this time in our lives is why is Tom Cable employed as an NFL <laughs> offensive line coach we need to put him on a team with Nathan Peterman. Let's get him, Peterman. Who else? Albert Haynesworth. Um, who else do we need? We need. Um, let's get. Um, let's get. Let's get Cordero Patterson there, of course. Mm. We need him. Um, let's get Rod Streeter. <laughs> um. Logan Thomas can stay. Um, Terrell Pryor can stay. (laughs) Um, Let's see who else. Who else would be good for just that group in general? Um, (laughs) And anyone coming to mind for this? Uh, That's tough. Niles Paul. Maybe a couple more tight Um, just I guess anyone on the the Chiefs defense is allowed. I was gonna say the Bucks secondary. The Bucks secondary, yeah, Brent Grimes. The the, the rotting corpse of Brent Grimes. Um, anyone from that Philadelphia Eagles team that was supposed to be stacked a few years ago, or I guess seven years ago at this point. With the dream team. Yeah, that on paper dream team that just was ass. Ugh. That was that was like one of the weirdest things. Namdi Asamoah in a scheme that didn't make any sense. Yeah. That was disappointing for me as someone yeah. with a Namdi Asamoah jersey. <laughs> but um, anyway, we've got a lot of tangents. Kicker time. Um, kickers we like. I'll just kind of go through them. Um, high total games are good. Um, high implied team points are good. Um, home is also nice and good weather. Dome is good. Um, and um, a not shitty kicker is good. That's why on... We have, I wrote a new Chargers guy. I don't remember his name, but I don't know if he's any good. So Mike, I think it's Badgley. Yeah, but they're all cursed. So <laughs> show me your Badgley. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. 
How much do you want to bet? How much do you want to bet Philip Rivers makes that joke? Knowing that cowboy, probably. He wears a fucking bolo tie, dude. I know. Uh, he's got like nine kids or something, seven. Yeah, but speaking of old guys, Vinatieri is obviously a good option. Um, yeah. We like Crosby as well. Uh, Parky. Um, don't, yeah. mi- don't mind Gano. Bless you. Don't mind Gano. Um, if Boswell could make anything, he'd be fine. Uh, and then Ryan suck up in that kind of that high pace game in New- for New England there. Um, obviously Tennessee wants to keep it low, but New England's going to score some. So I imagine there's going to be lots of settling for field goals. Um, and then um, the starts and sits and all that shit. Um, <laughs> that was easier to say. Um, last week's calls were up and down. Um, Mozzie nailed his Josh Gordon call. You said Eight. six one twenty and six. It was five one thirty. Sorry, yeah, six one twenty and a touchdown. My bad. And a six, I should say. Um, that was good. I said Nick Chubb would be a top five running back. He was top twelve. I said Juju would be top five. He was top twenty four. Um, starts. John Brown rough week. Um, but on that note, my Baltimore sit group was good. Um, Aaron Jones had a kind of meh week. Um, the fumble hurt him a lot. Like obviously the points and the play time. He was doing well until then. I think I'll be he fine had like week, nine though. points and then he fumbled. Yeah, I, I yeah, would, I think he will too against Miami. Um, QB streams. Carr was bad, but otherwise overall fine week. Fitzmagic was good. Just in his garbage time, almost brought him back. Dak knocks him through okay. They got like 17. Baker got you like 20. So, yeah, that's okay. Um, let's see. Tight end streams. These are hard. One of the Baltimore guys was fine. I think it was I think it was Hurst or was it Mandrews? I think it was Mandrews. Mandrews. Yeah. Vance was meh. JC James stole his shit. Um, Hooper was meh. He got like five. But honestly, for a tight end, five isn't like the end of the world. <laughs> that's great. Um, but, Yeah. It's it's rough. I think Tuber could have an okay week this week though. Um, same with fans, but we'll get on that. Um, and then sleepers. DJ Moore had a rough week, but Tyra Williams got his touchdown for you. And then um, also Scott had Kenny Jesus sit, which I highly questioned, but it turned out well. Um, sort of well. There's nothing against Kenny G. I love the guy. It was just not the right matchup to be implementing like a new offensive system without Golden Tate. Yeah, he got you seven points. So like. It wasn't like the worst thing in the world, but obviously it wasn't anything that you like. You expected a ton more, so good call there. Um, for this week, we've got a lot of different options. Um, I guess you can start by uh, talking about Kenny Galladay again. It's definitely one of my starts this week. I don't think Stafford repeats his same offensive performance as last week. I think they play the Bears really tough. Not sure if they'll win, but I still I think it'll be a much better game overall, and Kenny Galladay will be a part of that. I think he scores, has good yardage all the shebang so i say keep him in your lineup even if you did last week and he burned you the vikings typically kind of just like own the lions anyway right i believe that is correct yes yeah so (laughs) that's kind of a thing where it's like the packers and vikings kind of just own the lions and that's what we have to accept as fact at this point (laughs) (laughs) uh it's funny though they hate the packers so much more yeah because the Packers are usually better is the, also the big thing. That too. They probably get sick of all the Aaron Rodgers talk. Whereas the Vikings are kind of like in a similar boat with the Lions where they're kind of like looked down throughout history. Even though they've never been like terrible, they just like mm-hmm. always mess up. <laughs> Do they, and I love that he can be like comical about it, but Dan Orlovsky Dan with like the end zone running out of it. 
Although he's great on on a NFL Network, mm-hmm. so and he Enjoy like he'll like <laughs> he'll like like own up to like the thing with like the like he he kind of talked about it one day a bit the whole um like running out the back of the end zone and he like he's 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 like he accepts that it, it happened and it was a bad team <laughs> he's like yeah he's like I messed up by that one but um yeah anyway but yeah I agree Kenny Galladay should have a better week this week um. Chicago's like corners aren't anything like devastating, as far as I'm aware. I could be off base, and I'll look. No, in fact, I think that's one of their weaknesses. <laughs> they could be beat deep, I think. Yeah, Kenny's the guy to do that. Yeah, because Amukamura has been hit or miss. He's had some pretty good weeks, but um, who's the other guy on the other side? Because Kyle Fuller Hold is the yeah, he's there. He's been he's been all right, but they're beatable. Um, let me see the. Yeah, yeah, the go, yeah, Fuller can the go route can definitely beat Fuller, and then let me think get a Mukamura. Especially if Mac isn't out, that makes a big difference yeah. for Stafford. Yeah, their line hasn't been dreadful. Yeah, if Mac, yeah, if Mac is out, that definitely is a big deal for him. But um, yeah, I think I mean the the cornerbacks are are I mean obviously the defense is good, but if they're not getting a, a pass rush, then obviously it doesn't matter because that line is definitely improved for Detroit too. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of another NFC North team, uh, I like Kenyon Drake against the Packers this week. Kind of that, like, we were talking about it earlier, and you so you might disagree with me because he's kind of inconsistent. He's either really good or really bad. Not really, but, you know, pretty good. Uh, this is sheerly because of last week with James White <laughs> and what he did to the Packers. And I feel like <laughs> Miami will try to replicate that somewhat with their own guy. I can see that. I I, I wouldn't feel good about it though, but if you have him, you may need to play. <laughs> so I'll see. <laughs> um, and, uh, I mean, if Tevin Coleman's on here, but it's kind of just like in a course, yeah, you're playing Tevin Coleman, duh. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, I had someone in one of my leagues drop him before this week. And really? I was just like, wow. With Kenny Drake? No, Tevin Coleman. What the fuck? Who, who are you fucking... Is this your one league with, like, your home league? Yeah. Dude, that league's so light, man. <laughs> Dude, there's just, like... there's Well, there's ten of us. They're just not... Uh, some of them are a lot more in tune with the game than others, I'll say. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you also put Trey Burton on here. I like that call. Yeah, because he... He didn't do anything last week until the very end. I think he got a score that, like, saved his fantasy day. I think, uh... He should have a pretty strong week this week against Detroit. Yeah. I like him and Robinson, actually. Yeah, I I mean, they sh- Detroit should kind of keep them, like, moving a bit. Mm-hmm. You'd have to think, like, it won't be, like, super stagnant. But, yeah. And then um, I like Matt Burita this week. Um, they, um, I mean, he's, he's been playing still somehow. Um, luckily, he's got the bye next week to kind of get healthy. But um, Mostert's out. Um, they obviously don't want to use Morris. So um, it's going to be the Breed of Show. And I think it... I mean, the Giants are really bad. I don't know who's going to win. I think the Giants may win. But, like, Burita will definitely have some relevance. So I like him. He's going to get carries. He's going to get catches. Yeah. Yeah, he's involved in the offense enough. Yeah. And Mullins can throw it to him. He can reach him that far. Yeah, I mean, he'll get, like, 15 carries and... That's good. So, 
These I are mean, good things. We saw earlier in the year that he's actually good too, so that helps. <laughs> um, some streaming True. options. Um, I know you've got one on here that you wrote in yourself, especially. Oh, I put Eli in. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I like him this week against the Niners. I know it's on the road, which, you know, not great. But it is also prime time, and maybe we'll get a little Eli magic. Yeah. Aside from last week, the Niners defense also hasn't been anything special either, so I can see it working. But, man, I don't want to start Eli. Um, I don't either. These are kind of like your last-ditch efforts. Yeah, so as far as, like, streamers, I like the, the two guys I'm most okay with on this list are Alex Smith and, and Baker Mayfield. Um, just really good matchups. Um, Baker gets um, the Falcons, right? Right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, like, forgetting all these matchups for some reason. Alex Smith um, gets the Bucks, So I, I'd say Alex Smith and then Baker, but it's not too – it's, like, it's close. Um, just because playing the Bucks is a godsend. Right. Um, <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> yeah, so those guys should be able to get you 20. Um, Fitzmagic, of course, again, on the other side of that game, he can always put up points because that offense is actually pretty talented. Um, and then <laughs> some last-ditch efforts. Um, Rosen and Bortles, I think, if you really need someone. Now, Rosen, I would definitely not. I would play Bortles over Rosen. Rosen is, like, super-duper desperate kind of thing just because the Chiefs defense is bad and they'll have to keep up. So even if there's a bunch of picks, he could he'll have to throw a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I um, like Baker and Fitz, and then Smith, then Bortles, Eli, and then Rosen. Yeah, Baker, Fitz, and Smith would be the guys that would be like definitely more okay with. Um, Bortles should be fine too. I mean, the big thing he for always him, does okay. Yeah, it's it's primo garbage time. Bortles, <laughs> he gets rushing. He's the boat. <laughs> That's the thing. He always like manages like. For the most part, he gets you, like, an okay day. Yeah, like, the team will blow, but he'll still get 20 points somehow, and you're like, how the fuck did he do that? Yeah, just <laughs> just running and chucking. Yep. So, Smoking cigs. Yeah, he, he runs the ball enough. He gives you, like, five rushes a game. Gets you a nice like little baseline. Yards. Yeah. Yeah. So, you got, tw- you got you 20 against Philly, so that's nice. Yeah, that's not an easy matchup. Yeah, so there you go. I guess I think I guess Indy he can do it pretty okay. Yeah. Divisional game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that that could be a shootout, which would be hilarious. I would love that. The over under right now is at uh forty six. I would take the over. I would too. Forty six and a half, yeah, I'd take the over for sure. Um Dude, lo- the Colts are looking good. I know. They're the <laughs> like the best bad team. Yeah, well, what's their record right now? They're kinda bad. surging. What, like three and five or something? Yeah, they could win the division. <laughs> the Texans are so freaking lucky, dude. Oh, my God. It's running out, too. Last week was... Because, like, the Colts game, the Cowboys game, they barely won the Bills game. They beat the, the Jags and, and Dolphins, sadly. And then last week, <laughs> like, the, this field goal, dude, they're getting so lucky. Bill O'Brien is catching a lot of rakes. <sighs> this week is going to be tough. Um, or sorry, this week, the next week when they play um, Washington, that'll be tough. But, like they have a they have a super easy schedule, and I think that's gonna be that's a big part of it. Yeah. But, well, a lot of it's gonna come down to the divisional games for them, and who wins yeah. that division. There's mm-hmm. always a ton at the end of the year, right? Oh, of course. But um, so on tight end streams, um, I know you wrote Olsen in here. He's probably owned, but 
definitely yeah. could play this week for sure. Yeah, I put him almost more as like a start. Yeah, just than... a reminder. <laughs> right. Like Olsen should have a great day tomorrow. I'll be rooting for him. Yeah, the Steelers are roughing his tight ends, and he's reliable. Um, and vice versa, the Panthers are bad against the tight end. Yeah, which is why I like Vance McDonald this week. Um, hey. Or, you know, if, you want, if you're feeling froggy, you can go Jesse James, but Vance is better, as we've seen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, you did say something about the Panthers and tight end twos one time. So True. Maybe it is Jesse James. Oh, fuck. I, one of the Steelers tight ends will have a good game. I would pick Vance because he's better, but if you want to go Jesse James because you're superstitious, go for it. Um <laughs> I, I think Ben Watson should still have a good game this week because um, I don't think that will be super involved this week. After this week, it'll be pretty dead. And also, Cincinnati is really bad against tight ends, as we've kind of seen go. So this is kind of the last usable week of Ben Watson, I'd say. But I'm not super psyched about it. Um, but like I said, he's, he's, he's playable. Um, Vernon Davis, actually. So this is something I want to – this is a talking point here. Um, Alex Smith has been using Vernon Davis more than Jordan Reed. Like, it sucks. Really? Yeah, it sucks a lot. But, like, he, I mean, as we know for, you know, Alex Smith's career, that he trusts, um, he trusts Vernon Davis. So let me pull up the targets for, see, Washington. Here we go. Um, yeah, Vernon Davis out targeted him last week. Jordan Reed, so Jordan Reed's getting a ton of targets a lot of time, but, like, they're not quite converting is the problem. Like, Vernon Davis is getting, like, more meaningful targets. Interesting. So, like, week eight, Jordan Reed got seven catches on 12 targets for 38 yards. Wow. Yeah. And, like, last week, like, so Vernon Davis this past week got five for 62. Jordan Reed got four for 34. Like, I think it's a thing where, like, on on plays that matter, Smith trusts Vernon Davis more. So, like, Jordan Reed is like can be a floor guy for you if you just need five or six points from a tight end. You can get that from Jordan Reed, mm-hmm. but he's not going to give you any like big games. Like he had a touchdown week one, and since then his best game is like six for fifty five slash four for sixty five. Like he's he's a floor guy. It's like it's it's like it's been unfortunate because like he just doesn't trust Jordan Reed deep, like or Jordan Reed on big plays or anything. Yeah, we all know that Alex Smith isn't the best pass or deep passer in the league. Yeah, and it's just like I know, like everyone thought, like, oh, Jordan Reed with Alex Smith should be perfect, but no, Vernon Davis there's still thunder. So I think Vernon Davis is playable this week, actually. I like um, that against the Bucks. So they got that 49er chemistry. Yeah, I, I'm, and by saying all this, I'm, I'm obviously putting a Jordan Reed blow up weekend. Um, <laughs> right, of course. Just the natural way of I mean, honestly okay and 100 percent so like honestly they're both like they'll they'll both be okay options uh, i'm just saying that that jordan reed's probably owned so that's why i'm putting Vernon davis to the stream mm-hmm. um th- they cap each other's upside but like if they both got you 10 like if they both get 10 points i won't be surprised i think so, it likely but i like uh vernon davis though i just think him and Alex Smith just connect. Yeah, it's been annoying. So I think Ferdinand Davis has more touchdowns too on the year. Let me look. Game logs. Let's see. He has one touchdown. I think Jordan Reed also has one touchdown. So they've seen our touchdowns. Fun fact. So yeah, Jordan Reed's hurt a lot by Ryan Davis being there, but Vernon Davis is streamable. And then um, Ricky Seals Jones. 
Um, they got the Chiefs this week. Um, as you know, the Chiefs are bad at defense. They're not great against tight ends because they're just bad at defense. Um, Rigasil Jones is talented. Um, the Cardinals are looking a little better. So um, that's that. They do look a little better. <laughs> a little better. Um, little bit. So we got a lot of. <laughs> so to lead off for sleepers, um, well, not Mozzie put it in here. It's not really as much a sleeper anymore, but he's only owned like 60% of places because he's been bad lately is Duke Johnson. You want to talk about him a little bit more for me? Oh, yeah. I mean, so they changed up offensive coordinator, obviously. We didn't mention it last week, but as I'm sure you all know, Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley got canned. So there's been a lot of changes in the Browns organization. Duke Johnson was awful for the first half of the year. So a lot of people, I think, were starting to drop him or not use him. He's still only being started in 20% of leagues. Um, he's got the That'll Falcons <laughs> this week. That is like the best matchup for Duke Johnson yeah. I can physically think of. They're terrible against pass catching running backs. And he had like eight or nine receptions last week. So that's definitely trending positively for him. I like him yeah. this week. He and Chubb, like, like this last week, they are both top 12 running backs, which is hilarious. And I think they both will be again. The Browns and those high fantasy point players. Just churning out those usable running backs, you know. That's all. <laughs> that's the Browns for you, you know. Just pump, that's the Browns. Just pump, pumping out strong running back plays, you know. <laughs> Uh, Trent Richardson, Isaiah Dude, The fact that the Browns got a first round pick out of him. That is incredible. That's, that's, that's really inspiring. And they used it to take Baker Mayfield. <laughs> or Johnny Manziel, you mean? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Freudian slip there. <laughs> Dude, they really just are similar human beings in stature in many ways. But, <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yes, they used their gift of a first-round pick from Trent Richardson on Johnny Manziel. Such is the life of Browns. Yeah, but at least Baker Mayfield is, like, able to stay in the league. Yeah. And he's, like, better. Oh, he's, <laughs> yeah, they're not similar, like, in ability whatsoever. Yeah. It's meant they're both, like, relatively short for NFL quarterback white dudes. <laughs> yeah okay so my sleeper and i'm not proud of this uh -oh. in any fashion is dante uh -oh. moncrief um <laughs> the super age this this is the super age getting to me i'm picking dante moncrief as, as my <laughs> but the colts corners are bad like outside of kenny moore they're bad kenny moore's their slot guy um it could be uh, Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole's been a little rough lately with the drops, and DJ Tark's been dropping. So I guess Dante Moncrief, I guess, by default. He's been getting a ton of targets. So that's a thing there. Uh, <laughs> that's a thing. He's gotten wasn't so... Wasn't he a former Colt? Yes, a revenge game narrative, as you one could say. Um, <laughs> he's got 57 targets on the year. Um, so over the course of eight weeks, if we math that, um, that's what, like seven a week, right? Math is a thing. Yep, just over seven. There we go. Seven and an eighth. So, um, yeah, I did math. So <laughs> I did it in my head, and then I checked it, and it was right, and I was happy. Gold um, star. So Didi <laughs> and Keelan Cole are also averaging about five targets a week. So it's okay. But the trend has kind of been like Keelan Cole has been trending down the last four weeks, and Westbrook's been kind of like constant. Moncrief is up and down. Um, Chark the last two weeks has been way more involved. 
but it's probably at, at the expense of Keelan Cole, you know, who is <laughs> struggling. So um, if I had to pick one, it's Moncrief, I guess. But I don't. If if you want to pick another one, go for it. But there will be a Jacks receiver who has a good game. So just yeah. which one will it be? Yeah. But um, one guy I'm way more sure about is Robbie Anderson. Robbie. Um, he has already had a good weeks with Darnold, but McCown loves this guy, and I. I will bet on that chemistry being there. So Robbie is my guy this week. Oh, right, you want to hit me with another jet? <laughs> yeah, I put uh, as one of my sleepers as Elijah McGuire. I just don't think Crowell is the answer. Elijah McGuire is <laughs> better. Like uh, he's Elijah McGuire is good, and he came back from his IR last week. He was involved with the team. He got like eight and a half points, which is a flex. Wouldn't have even been bad. And they were just working him in. The Bills are bad against the run. They are also bad in general, but they're yeah. bad against the run. And that's kind of correlated. This like, <laughs> you know, how these things work. The 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 short fields, like one of one, like either McGuire or Crowell can have a good week this week. And yeah, yeah. And sleeper is McGuire, so I like it. And he was he was involved last week too. Let me look up the, like the the touches and everything, but like they actually like got him the ball and stuff mm-hmm. like intentionally. Like he, he was ready like to come back for sure. They just had to like wait because the rules. And if that offensive coordinator wants to keep his job, he better get damn creative and fast. Yeah. So McGuire got seven carries, <laughs> 30 yards. Um, let's see. Then he also got five targets. That was the big one. Five targets for um, three catches and 37 yards. That's the huge part. And I, we're probably going to start him in our, our league this week. Um, at least I want to. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to do it? All right, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do Let's it. Do it. <laughs> it's our secret weapon. He's been in Best our, Eli in New York. Uh, <laughs> one of them's gone now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rip. How about them apples? Uh, so many layers to the joke. <laughs> well, why is it you said, to jo- or said in our one that Josh was like, dude, there's so many layers. <laughs> Forget what it was, but yeah, it was about Tom Brady. Oh yeah, being a tomato. Yep. <laughs> Tom is short for tomato. Tomato Brady. Tomato. Um, and then you had Clark Clement on here. Do you still want that? So I'm unsure because initially I did like him, but now that but, you say Sproles is back. I really want Sproles to have a decent game against the Cowboys. Just, be he's, very he's the pass him. catcher there. Yeah. So So I'm going to take him off here for now, but I'll just leave it at up. I do like whichever pass catching running back like gets it this week. I just don't know which one. I don't like Smallwood against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's either Sproles or Clement. I don't know which one it's going to be. Watch it be Josh fucking Adams. Yeah, I mean, for God knows. It's it's problematic there, but, like, they Sproles is, like, they like him a lot. They use him a lot earlier in the year, too, especially right when Ajayi went down. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He got the ball a lot, so. Sproles. Yeah, it's definitely worth a uh, worth a look. Um, who who are you sitting this week? Oh. Uh-huh. Yep. Definitely going to have to sit this guy. Uh, Derek Henry is my set option this week. I just, I don't know, man. We had pretty high hopes for him in the, uh, in the off season. So I'm trying to find him right now on the site. It's just, I don't, uh, if I'm 
the uh, Titans and I'm playing the Patriots. I'm using Dion Lewis all game. He had the Rub it in. all of the uh, yeah. He had all the carries last week. He had 19, um, and it was after the bye week too. It's like the second half of the year. It makes me think that now it's officially Dion Lewis one A, Derrick Henry one B. Yeah, or just the other way around. Yeah. Or just goal line vulture and then running back. Exactly. Like Derrick Henry is going to vulture a touchdown because he's large. Like large Brandon Jacobs. In charge. <laughs> Dude, Brandon Jacobs, man. I miss that guy. I do too. He was so fun to watch. It was like Aaron Donald running hey, the ball. Dude, though, Cordero Patterson is a running back, though. That's his natural position. So, one guy I like a lot, Matt Waldman, he does like this rookie scouting portfolio. That's great. He, he has st- stood by the fact that Cordero Patterson should be a running back. And, like, it showed so much the other night, dude. Holy moly. That's awesome. He's so good with the ball in his hands. And, like, that's why he's so good as a returner. But, like, he's not – he, like, his route running is not, like, complete enough. So, uh-huh. that's why just, he's good as a running back because he just gets huh. the ball to him and he just runs. Leave it to the Patriots to figure it out. Yeah. Well, that's when that happened. I was like, oh, man, something's going <laughs> to – Yep. Something's gonna go down, um, but yeah, I like that. Um, so I have two things in one game. So okay, I have this in quotes. It's a sit. My sit. I don't mean actually sit and probably. I mean like temper expectations a good amount for Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did he have this last week? Because I know it wasn't anything like great. Thirteen. So, yeah, he had 13. He got 17 for 61 and then 4 for 51. So, 13.2 and half EPR. That, that's about what I would expect this week. Yeah, it's tough. Philly's got one of the best rundies. And like, the Cowboys' offense looks awful yeah, every week. 10, 10 to 13 would be kind of ex- expected. And so, he, he may fall into a touchdown, too, or just, like, break one off. That's always the thing with Zeke, though. Like, touchdowns are you know, on the table all the time with him. Um, right. It's actually been, he's only got three this year. Sorry, four this year because they're receiving one. So, um, I mean, their offense has been rough. It's The offense is a little better, but I mean, they still weren't great because, you know, they lost the Titans. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the, like the Philly Rundies. After is, a bye. Yeah, the Philly Rundies good. Um, unless they... If they get in Zeke involved in the passing game more, then like have some value. But either the Cowboys are dumb on offense, so because Jason Garrett yeah. still it's like because uh, Jerry Jones came out and said like they're not gonna like change the coaches midseason. I'm like what the fuck. So, um, yep. So temper Zeke expectations like, man, I'm like looking at our list here. I would play Tevin Coleman over him. Okay. Would you play Duke Johnson over Zeke this week? And like at, at stand, standard, it's like it's obviously a lot different, but like in half PPR or or full PPR, I would. I think I would maybe go Duke. Just be just the matchup is so absurd, and like yeah, obviously Zeke is, gets that guaranteed volume, of course. And Duke got two touchdowns last week, so that's obviously a huge skew too, and yeah. like. In full PPR, I'd go Duke. In half, it's really close. <sighs> Man, that's tough. Oh, gosh, that is hard to figure out. Because nine catches is a lot. So if you take out those two touchdowns, obviously you can't just do that. But he's, 
So if you take out New Johnson's touchdowns last week and half PBR, he and Zeke scored the same. So that's that. So like, it's it's literally all on touchdowns <laughs> as far as who gets more. So um, listen, half PBR. So I'd like to toss up for me in half PPR. Full, I'd go Duke because all the catches standard. I'd go Zeke for what that's worth. So okay, yeah. Um, it's tough though because obviously it's Ezekiel Elliott and the game volume's guaranteed. So like. If I was in this situation, I would have a hard time putting Duke over Zeke, obviously, just because given all that. But it's tough to sit Zeke. Yeah, because he's he's just got some volume. But and then on the other side of the game, um, I'm gonna sit the Philly receivers this week. Um, so they're outside; they're actually good outside. So Alshon Jeffrey's gonna have a rougher time. Um, Golden Tate just got there, and then um, so he may get some good looks, but um, also Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard are things. Better there. Yeah. Darius Sproles is back. There's going to be a lot of mouths to feed, and it's going to be tough on the outside. So, while Golden Tate may have an okay week, I don't think any of the Philly receivers are going to have a week where they're going to burn you if you don't start them. So, um, I think they're all low upside options this week. Like, they, they don't have much of a ceiling this week, is where I'm at with it. Okay. Uh, Golden Tate had a whole week of extra practice because he went there on the bye, which is kind of cool. Oh, that is true. That does help. But um, I like, uh, I think Goddard scores. You do? Uh-huh. I can see that. Because they, they drafted Goddard right ahead of Dallas. So Dallas wouldn't have a replacement. Oh, dude, for that would be so BM. I would love that. Yeah. Like Goddard. Yeah, me. we totally didn't intentionally snipe them. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, bold predictions. Um, oh, man, yeah. I, I really got to get a Chris Hansen drop for the sits. <laughs> take a seat. Want to take a seat? Want to take a seat? Oh, oh, uh, dude, that show. I know there was a Kickstarter to try to bring something like it back or like bring it back out. No, I don't know what happened to that. It probably didn't go anywhere. Obviously, since I had no clue. Um, but dude, that show was so entertaining. I never like, watched it, I'll dude. Go watch it. Like the the looks and reactions of these pervs when like they got caught, like they see uh-huh. Chris Anthony come in, and like they know they know what's going on. Like are, is it exactly like South Park? They're like, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> it so is. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, it's, it's probably bad that I find it so funny, but like, it's a, these like perverts like trying to meet up with like people they think are thirteen, and like you're like, oh man, and then like Chris Hansen comes in. Hey, what you doing here? Why don't you take a seat? <laughs> Why don't you take a seat? Hey, you here to see uh, Ashley? Yeah, why don't you take a seat? Take Says a seat. here you drove three and a half hours from Tacoma. What? <laughs> huh? All just to meet this little girl. <laughs> you said you wanted to blank her hard in her blank. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I mean, sometimes you just say things, yeah, you don't really mean. <laughs> but you drove three and a half hours here. <laughs> oh, man. That's so cringy. Dude, yeah, dude. It's, it's a very entertaining show. <laughs> it's so, like... It's like it's weird. Like it's it's a weird thing to grasp. But like, yeah, watching per like watching pervs get like busted for being pervs, like like pedophiles. I mean, is like it's top notch television. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on that note, um, sorry, I just remembered our thing about um Bill Belichick with like <laughs> like the short white receivers. Oh yeah. <laughs> But um, anyway, so uh, I think David Johnson will be a uh, 
top three running back this week, and he will do it so by getting eight-plus receptions. Wow. The Chiefs cannot stop pass-catching running backs. They're like they're worse than the Falcons at it this year. Like, and that's saying a lot. Damn. The Falcons are notoriously bad. Right. It's like written in stone for so, them. So let me tell you. So Falcons uh, against running backs. This is just receiving um, 83 targets, 68 receptions, 515 yards, two touchdowns. Okay. Chiefs also 83 targets, 66 receptions, 634 yards, and five touchdowns. So damn. So three more touchdowns and 130 more yards or something. Yeah, but, but it's like the same targets, receptions, but more like like 100 plus more yards, definitely more touchdowns. Yeah. David Johnson should get the ball love. a lot. Should have a good week. Yeah. DJ, I love it. I have him in my homer league, so I hope it I have happens. Him, I have him everywhere. So <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got a – my bold prediction is that uh, against Oakland this week, Keenan Allen, oh, is, he's going to start like his – like what he did last year, second half of the year, tirade, and he's going to start this week with Oakland. This is a big performance for him. When you said Ty, I thought you were going to say Tyrell. I was like, where is this going? But I... <laughs> yeah, I don't right. love Tyrell this week. Keenan Allen's going to get a ton. I'm talking like 12 targets. Dude, honestly, like – he and Melvin Gordon can both be like top three at their position this week easily. Yeah, they both can. They should both just utterly destroy <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Like I didn't put it in here because it's obvious, but like he should have just a bonkers week. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, that's one of those that doesn't need to be said, but it's when it's sometimes when it's just such a good matchup. It's like fun to the talk reason about. I didn't say RB one for David Johnson is because <laughs> partially of Melvin Gordon. <laughs> like I think Melvin Gordon like has a the best shot, aside from maybe like Kareem Hunt, I, Kareem Hunt and Melvin Gordon should be one and two this week. Yeah, obviously Gurley's always an option for being you know up there too. But I think David also had a good enough week that he's up there. But Gur like <laughs> man, Gordon and Kareem just have absurd matchups this week, and I will be paying up for them in TFS for sure. Um, start your Gordons. Start your Johnsons. Ready your Johnsons. Ready your Johnsons. Get your Johnsons in there. <laughs> Just a couple Johnsons out here. Don't don't sleep on the Johnsons. Let them be bald. <laughs> don't sleep on. Don't sleep on Johnson. Let's see, are there? There's no. Uh, I mean, Duke, Duke's name is almost Dick. I wish his name was Dick Johnson. I need to have two phallic names. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> And then on his 69th birthday, the world would explode. <laughs> Dude, I wish you would have bet Gronk names this kid like Dick, like Dick Johnson Gronkowski. I actually think that's a legitimate possibility. <laughs> He's got to do something like Woody. absurd name. Woody. His name is going to be like Woody, Woody Johnson. Woody Johnson. That's the Jets owner. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that really? Woody Johnson. What? No fucking way. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's yeah, Woody Johnson. There's there's more than one Woody Johnson. Of course. Apparently, everyone needs a Woody Johnson. Everybody needs a Woody Johnson in their family. <laughs> there's one that's a U.S. ambassador to the U.K. Apparently. That's him. Oh, it is. What the fuck? He is. That's the same Woody Johnson. Yeah, that's why his brother Chris is taking care of the team right now and it's been going a lot better with him 
<laughs> Dude, I love how as he's, as we have we have Woody Johnson as an ambassador to the <laughs> UK. Like I'm, they, like they, so they know a lot of our slang too, and it's like they're like I am Woody Johnson. They're probably like, they're probably like what the fuck. <laughs> All these boring dignitaries. Dude, how did, how did I not know the Jets owner's name was Woody Johnson? <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great revelation. Oh, man. It's just like... Why? Why would you do that? His real name's Robert. Yeah, Robert Wood Johnson, but, man, Woody Johnson. Way better. Gosh, if your name is, you can be named Woody Johnson. You kind of, you can't pass that up. Oh no! Did, oh no! The jawstring on my shorts went in the little, the little thing. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I think I pulled the one side out too far. Oh man! You gotta rescue it. I'm trying to. Oh gosh, how? It's okay. It's not too deep. It's it's like less than an inch there, so I can get that in a bit. Um, you gotta tie it before you put it in the wash. Yeah, yeah, I forget that a lot, cause like it's like you gotta you gotta check it. Yeah, there's a lot of things to check. I don't know. Right, this is just like a lot of work. Yeah, and like I'm I'm doing my laundry, so that's a that's a it's a big step. <laughs> no, I've done my own laundry for a while. Oh, me too. I was like, it was funny, like like I think like in high school, I'm like, oh, I need to like hang this and this. I'm like, do it yourself. I'm like, okay. So, but um, yeah, after my freshman year of high school is when I started doing my own laundry. But like it was funny going to college and like. Like one of like, a couple of, like one of my friends like legitimately had like, hadn't had his own laundry before, so I'm like how like how do you not know this stuff? I work with a girl who doesn't do her own laundry, and I'm like, really? how are you a person? Like, not how to, have like, you made it this way? not not to put like stereotypes on people, but like I would I, I like hearing that a girl doesn't do her own laundry like surprises me a lot. Yeah, you would think it'd be a guy, yeah, like some lazy dude. Yeah, just some, like, random lazy single dude, like, <laughs> not even single dude, I guess, but, like, I guess, like, dude with his mom, or, like, guy who's married, lets his wife do his laundry, but, huh. Does she, like, pay for laundromat service? I have no idea. I didn't really want to ask her. into that, yeah. Oh, dude, oh guess what? Just in my head, I'm just like, what the fuck? I've almost got this drawstring. Like, you have a kid, but you don't do your own laundry? She has a kid and doesn't do laundry, what the fuck? How does that work? You know. How how does the how is the baby not naked? <laughs> her baby she must live naked? with her mom or something. Is your baby always naked? I mean, like that's and it's a baby, so it's like it's okay, I guess. But like, it must be chilly. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> it's like my parents got my dog a little sweater because they had to shave her, and she was cold, <laughs> so Aww. they got her a sweater, and it's fucking adorable. Like, I was imagine like, the baby, like, just cold and shivering because mom won't do her laundry. Oh, dude, I almost had this drawstring out. I'm trying to, like, rip apart the hole there, but it is, like, kind of tough. Man, okay. I've had to um, rescue a couple strings. Oh, man. Oh, man. Is this what Nathan Peterman feels like when he's, like, playing quarterback? <laughs> like, trying to get, it's like, it's like, for him, it's like trying to get a drawstring out of the shorts. Trying to thread the needle. Yeah. But like it's such like a it's like such like a basic task, but like he struggles so much with it. Like I'm struggling right now. Like some people are just like some people just like know how to do it better, and some people like you know, they, he can try like 49 times but barely get anything from it. 
<laughs> anyway, I'll finish that after we keep going through this. <laughs> but um, anyway, so game picks. I think we both went nine and five last week, right? Yeah, something like that. You were nine. Were there fourteen? Nine games? and five. Right. Were there fourteen games? I think so. Pretty sure. I'll check. Let me count. I only got nine right. Yeah. I feel like I lost count. <laughs> There's ten. Oh, they're only thirteen. Okay, it was nine to four. My bad. Why can't this type? Is my num lock off? Because I missed the Jets, the Patriots, the Cowboys, and the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, there, there were like there were six buys. That's right. That was a big is a big buy. So um. Yeah, I think we're back to fourteen this week though, right? Here's mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I think next week there's like a lot, a lot of buys again. Um, oh, it's bad next week. Yeah, week 11's rough. Week nine and eleven, oh gosh, we're rough. Um, yeah. So we both went nine to four. Um, we've been pretty good the last couple of weeks. I keep saying we're gonna add it up before we do it, but we never do. Um, so we'll see. Next week. I think I'm a little ahead. Just a wee bit. Mm -hmm. Get fucking wrecked. Um, yeah, we'll see. This is a long season. Yeah. And uh, is it a long season? I wish it was longer. Uh, we, we 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 agree on a lot of these too. That's the problem. But um, yeah. As the season goes there, on. Yeah, there's a lot more agreements on as the season goes on. Um, early on, it's where it's tougher. Um, so we both hit our locks. You had New Orleans winning. I had Houston winning. Um, upsets. I had Pittsburgh upsetting. I, I think we both agreed there, but I called them as mine. I did, right. They yeah, won. I had Pittsburgh winning too. And you had Green Bay. Um, what how what was the score for that game? I was, like, very much thinking about switching it after, the like, putting this in the podcast, but I just stuck with it. I mean, they lost HaHa -Ha Clinton Dix, and I was like, eh, I don't feel so great about this. The Packers aren't great on the road. But it's who I was rooting for, so I don't know we're upset about it. Is this really a HaHa? Let me, let me look that up. Ha -ha. No, it's not. It's, um... Hashan Treshan Clinton Dix. His, his first name is um, Hashan, and then his middle name is Treshan. Treshan. I think Treshan makes sense. Yeah. So he goes by Haha. -ha. I like that. Why are they always <laughs> laughing? Why are they always laughing at me, man? <laughs> um. So, going through our picks this week, Pittsburgh and Carolina. Um, this is like one of the only ones you disagree right now. Um. Mm -hmm. I've got Pittsburgh. You've got Carolina. I mean, it's gonna be a good one. I was, it, I was torn on this, but I think Pittsburgh will pull it out. It's tough. I can easily see both winning. I'm just taking Carolina because I don't know. I like Cam. Yeah, there. He's on a roll. So he's having like, I say, I'll say this again. Like, I'm surprised at how well North Turner has worked there. I didn't think it was gonna go well. I, was, I think everybody I was is. Yeah, literally, no one thought that was gonna work out, and it did somehow. So. Uh, good work there, um, Norv. Um, Norv. We've both got... Um, oh, and so, actually, I guess going, we'll start now. That's your upset, right? Yes. That's my upset of the week. Because it's the only upset you had, right? Uh, something like that. I didn't see all the game lines. Um, it, none of them are pretty wild. No, yeah. There, there aren't really many upsets that we would call. The only other one that we had, I think, is one I took pretty sure yeah so we'll we'll mm -hmm. keep going here um we both got chicago over detroit 
New Orleans over Cincinnati. I think that one will not be close even. Um, got Atlanta over Cleveland. Mm-hmm. New England over Tennessee. India over the Jags. Kansas City, sorry, Kansas City over the Cardinals. Um, the, oh, who did you have here for Buffalo and oh, the Jets? I'll be. I saw Pitt there. I'm like, that's not. Yeah, that was playing. from last week. Pitt, Pittsburgh wins that game somehow. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I'll take the Jets. Yeah, I'll do the Jets as well. Because I think that Todd Bowles should be fired, and if they would lose this game, he probably would be. Yeah. So of um, course they'll they'll win. Yeah, um, Washington at Tampa. This one's tough for me. I've got Tampa. I've got a question mark right now. I think I'll lean Tampa. So if I don't text you anything otherwise, I have Tampa. Um, but we'll see. It's gonna okay. be tough. Um, then we both have the. Um, oh yeah, sorry. Oh yeah. Um, skip some. I'll go back. I'll go back over here. I guess. Um. The four o'clock games, uh, we both have the Chargers over Oakland. Sorry, I was like pause and like brain farted for a second. Um, we both got Green Bay over Miami and the Rams over Seattle, Philly over Dallas, and the Giants over San Fran. Um, and that's my upset. Um, for now, the Giants is the Giants beating San Fran. I think it'll be close, it'll just be bad, but uh, the Giants will win. Um, and then my lock is New Orleans over Cincinnati. I <laughs> Cincinnati is, is about to just spiral downwards. It's going to be bad, I think. With that many injuries, it's going to be tough. And yeah. they got to play New Orleans. And it's th- they're going to bungle it, and New Orleans is actually really good. So, Yeah, for my luck, I've got the Colts uh, beating Jacksonville. I, I mean, like it. It, there's just not a whole lot of other options, but I like them to win this one. New Orleans hasn't lost since week one, have they? Nope. Seven straight. Really? Yeah, it's bonkers. Damn Man, Buffalo's point differential is now at minus one forty-five. Oh my God. The Rams are the Rams are at plus ninety-nine now. I don't see this. Uh, Kansas City is now at plus one hundred one after last week after just fucking boat racing. <laughs> um, who do they even play? I forget. Who did they boat race? Was it the Browns? Yeah. Yeah. So on ESPN, if you go to like the standings on the app and like just scroll over to the right, you can see point differential. Or if you go to NFL.com or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm on now. I think the Bills will end at minus 200, right? <laughs> Only. <laughs> oh, well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me look up. Um, worst Where's NFL point differential. Here we go. 400. Okay, so the 2008 Lions were minus 249. 249. Damn. I think that was the worst. Last year's Browns were 234. Were, oh, or uh, last year, oh, sorry. Last year's Browns were 176. Look up the Buccaneers like that one year. Oh, my God. Oh, they had like a really 1980. Bad, right. 1976. There we go. There it is. Maybe, yeah. 1976 Buccaneers. Here we go. Okay, I can I can math this. They had... F- but this is, this is 14 games, so mm-hmm. 412... Minus 125. Yeah, 287 in 14 games. Damn. <laughs> wow. That's really bad. Gosh. I, okay, I got to see if they have, like, point differentials here. But I, the, the, the Lions are pretty bad on that, so. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, Let me know what else. And then, yeah. The, so the, the, the 20, whatever it was, Lions, the 2008 Lions, yeah, they, they were bad. So, um, so well, maybe Reddit has this. Will Reddit have this? Reddit has everything. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, here's average point differentials. There we go. 
Um, so the very worst average point differential um, in history was the nine. So the eighty-one Baltimore Colts at minus seventeen point one. That was like their okay. average loss. Wow. So the 2008 Lions were fourth worst at 15.6. Um, the best ever was the 2007 Patriots at at plus 19.7. <laughs> and then the 99 Rams were second at 17.8. Um, though those Bucks, the 86 Bucks were um, there's a lot of teams tied at minus 14.6 actually. <laughs> Is it going to be Rams Patriots Super Bowl? Dude, probably. Or dude, Rams Chiefs would be awesome. So oh, what what, what, should, what are the Bills at now? The Bills are at minus, let me see, 145. And they have played how many games? Nine. Oh, God. <laughs> they're on pace to be the third worst. So really? they're, they're at minus 16.11. And then the two, the 2,000 Browns were at minus 16.1. Wow. So they're on pace to be like all-time bad, dude. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. How do they have wins? How do they beat the Vikings? <laughs> That's like one of the all-time sports like how they shellacks yeah, the Vikings. The... Man, football has a lot of randomness. Um, they may be able to improve it. They get a lot of divisional games. They get the Jets twice. Mm-hmm. Um, they get the Dolphins uh, twice. So that should help a bit. Um. They get the Pats again, which may reverse it all. <laughs> but yeah, that's a minus thirty right there. Yeah, I hope I hope Robbie just goes bonkers on him this week. <laughs> Keeps I it would going. Very much enjoy to see, to see that. Dude, how do you how do you do thirty three of forty nine for one hundred eighty six yards? I don't know how many yards per pass is that. <laughs> was it per? Let me see. It was what was it? 33 for 189. There was 3.8 per attempt. <laughs> Christ. I'm just like, like, it must have been like that one game where Derek Carr just did like everything in line of scrimmage. Like, <laughs> so bad. There's dude. nothing further than like a 10 yards. Yeah. I'm waiting for like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just waiting for Zay Jones to break out, but I know it's never going to come on the Bills. He's got, he's going to be like the one that, like, he's going to go the path of, um, Robert Goodwood Woods. and Woods of leaving Buffalo and becoming way better next year. Whatever, whatever Zay gets out. <laughs> he tried this offseason. Clearly. <laughs> I got to get off this team, man. Oh, man. But um. anyway, uh, the Bills have given me super aids very badly. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Monzi and the Muscle. And I hope you all have a good weekend. Thank you very much.